And welcome back to our week three of Over a Few Podcast. This is your host, Sex Panther, and I am back with our week three picks. So a few updates quickly. I am flying solo this week because my good friend Monitsu, who is currently stationed overseas, has been unable to get in contact with me. Uh, don't worry, he's safe, he's sound, everything's going well. It's just that being overseas, sometimes he has restricted access to internet, limited time, all those fun sorts of things. So here's where we're going right now. Recapping our god-awful week for everybody involved. I ran in at 7 and 8. Monitu ran in at 7 and 8. And Oil Bower ran in at 7 and 8. Amazingly, we all had different picks. Our picks all just sucked. So my record on the year right now is 17 and 14. And we were so bad last week that we actually forgot to even pick a game. You idiot! Completely forgot the Bills-Chiefs game. And I counted that as a loss because if we're not smart enough to remember the game, we certainly shouldn't get credit for picking it. So moving forward, we're going to start with our 1 o'clock slate. We're starting with our NFL Sunday Week 3 picks. And our first game, the 1-1 one one Tampa Bay Bucks at the 1-1 one one Dallas Cowboys. So... Cowboys have a history of laying duds like they did, and we I saw that going into Seattle last week. In the same way, I think they're going to pull this out. They seem to be the sort of team that plays better at home, the team that is sort of when there's no expectations. This is a 1 o'clock game that nobody's watching. I think that they've got this. Moving on, Jacksonville Jaguars 0-2 at the Indianapolis Colts 1-1. Colts actually showed a little bit of sign of life last week. And we're going to play the, uh, the old substitution game. If the Vikings beat the Jags, and the Colts beat the Vikings, the Colts are going to beat the Jags. They're at home. Andrew Luck should be a little more confident. We're going Colts. Third game on the docket. Buffalo Bills at the Cleveland Browns. Bills are 1-1. One one, Browns are 0-2. Oh Browns played their first two opponents close, but in neither game did they look like they were winners. So as we uh, try and parse this out, the Bills are, are clearly a stronger team. Even with, with bad Ryan Fitzpatrick, who always has a chance of showing up in games like this, I think the way that C.J. Spiller's been playing and the fact that their front four is facing a quarterback with relatively little skill or experience and the fact that, once again, is still older than me. I have very little faith in this Browns team. They might be the worst team in football. In fact, right now they're ranked as my worst team in football in my power rankings. Moving forward, AFC East divisional matchup. New York Jets at the Miami Dolphins. Both are 1-1. One one. In fact, every single team in the AFC East is 1-1 one one right now. And I think that this is the chance for some of these teams to separate themselves. Just like the Bills are going to be 2-1, I see the Jets going 2-1. Um, the Dolphins, even though the Jets have a very weak offense recently, preseason last year against the Steelers last week, at least they have an offense. The Dolphins somehow scored 35 points against a potentially hungover Oakland Raiders last week, but I don't think they're doing so much against the Jets. Jets most likely will have uh, Darrell Rivas back. Not as if there's anyone for him to cover on this team, but you never know. It can't hurt to have the most effective defensive player in football back. Moving on down, this is a, a really, really pitiful 1 o'clock slate, which is uh, not good for those fans that like to lock in early. 
as we go along, we got the uh, 0-2 Kansas City Chiefs, one of the other worst teams in football, lining up against the 0-2 New Orleans Saints, a team that has disappointed many, and this may actually be the season that everyone was predicting that said, you need a coach, you can't win without a coach. When you have your third-string coach and you're missing quite a deal of your defensive starters, your season might look like theirs is. So I am seeing the Saints team finally getting its first win. They, they played relatively mediocre 500 teams in their first two weeks, and they lost both in close games. I feel like this Chiefs team is bottom of the barrel. They should be able to beat this team. First intriguing matchup of the week. St. Louis Rams, fresh off, fresh off their first win of the year, versus the, or at, the Chicago Bears, a team that got completely thrashed in pretty much about as poor of an effort as Jay Cutler could put forth. Granted, his offensive line was terrible. He got sacked seven times, I believe, and he did have four interceptions. Their offense could not get off the ground. They lost Matt Forte. I think they still have enough to take this Rams team. Last of our 1 o'clocks, San Francisco 49ers, top team in the league in my opinion, at the Minnesota Vikings, a team that just lost to Andrew Luck. So I think it's pretty clear this should be the biggest blowout of the weekend. 49ers at the Vikings, 49ers easy. Moving on to the 425 games, the slate gets a little bit tougher. And we have the Atlanta Falcons heading across country to San Diego to play the Chargers. Both teams 2-0, both teams potentially overrated, and both outplaying what their expectations were thus far in the year. I'm not really sure the Chargers are a better team, but something gives me the feeling that they're going to pull it out this week. Atlanta's been playing over their head as well. Just because the Chargers have uh, gone two weeks probably playing the easiest schedule in the league doesn't mean the Falcons won't have a little bit of a letdown after being hyped up for Monday night, having a short week coming back and playing a team that generally plays pretty well at home. A little bit of a revenge game from Matt Cobb, we, um, Kevin Cobb. We have uh, the 2-0 Eagles, who somehow are surprisingly 2-0, at the 2-0 Cardinals, another team that not too many people expected to be where they are right now. And I actually see that this Cardinals team finally catching up to where the Eagles have been. The Eagles' strength so far this year has been their pass defense, and luckily enough for the Cardinals, they haven't really even needed a passing game to win these first two games. Their defense and special teams are right near the top in the league. Uh, regardless of statistics, what I've seen on the field, what they've done to two offenses, and the plays that they've made on special teams to keep themselves in games and potentially even win them, have been very Niners-esque from, from last year. They're not going to go 13-3 and like the Niners did, but I think they are actually going to take down the Eagles this week, whose offense really needs to get these turnovers in check. Coming up next, we're looking at the Steelers, who finally look like the team they were supposed to be against the Jets. And they're traveling cross-country to Oakland, taking on the Raiders, who, who just got straight-up walloped last week. I don't see this Oakland team doing very much this year. They don't look strong. They don't look in sync. Steelers week by week are getting healthier. I think this is an easy Steelers win. Last of our 425 slates, the Houston Texans traveling to Denver to play the Broncos and Peyton Manning. 
thin air, cross-country trip, the fact that the Texans haven't really played anybody of consequence, and that the Broncos really need this win if they're going to keep pace in the division, I think that the Texans might have a little bit of a letdown. I think we're going to see a Broncos win. And our big game of the weekend, the Sunday night game, New England Patriots at the Baltimore Ravens. This is probably the toughest game to call. It's going to be the closest. And it's kind of a huge inversion from last year. We're talking about the Patriots' young defense making plays and what really can we rely on in the offense with Aaron Hernandez going down, with Wes Welker kind of falling out of favor, which I have a theory on. We'll get to that later. Uh, We'll look forward in a column. And we're also looking at the the Joe Flacco-led Ravens team that's starting to spread it out and open that offense up a little bit, finally making some plays downfield. Um, their defense is aging a little bit. They are losing losing their speed rushers on the edge. They're still relatively strong up the middle. Haloti Nada is a load. Um, Ray Lewis is as quick as he's ever been for somebody his age, which does not sound like a compliment. It actually is. Ed Reed, really wise, really savvy, great playmaker, and probably one of my favorite players in the league. But they're missing Terrell Suggs. They also already lost Paul Kruger. And I think the fact that they're going to have trouble getting a pass rush on Tom Brady, at least on the edges, might help out a Patriots line that doesn't really have their stuff together yet. And I'm actually going to say Patriots in a close game. So we've got two left. Monday night... And we have another situation where we're breaking the rules a little bit. We've got the Green Bay Packers traveling to Seattle to play the Seahawks. Night game, Monday night game, huge crowd. I'm sure Seattle's going to be psyched up. This is a chance to keep pace with the Cardinals and 49ers in the division, not to fall too far behind, keep themselves in the playoff hunt. But I see this Packers team as just a cut above Seattle. They're not the sort of team that's going to go into a hostile environment and crumble in the same way that the Cowboys did last week. I think the Packers are going to pull this out. It won't be easy. It'll probably be close because this Seattle defense and the noise should be able to hold the Packers offense down a bit. But I don't think they're going to be able to pull it out. The defense on the Packers side is is tough enough, and I'm really not sure what we've got yet in Russell Wilson. He might be able to hold on. Moving on. Just as a heads up, we've been doing Thursday night games the week before just because it's so difficult to get to in time. And this one should also be relatively easy. We're looking at the, by then, in my opinion, 0-3 Cleveland Browns traveling to the 1-2 in desperate need of a win Baltimore Ravens. And I think the Ravens take this one easy. So once again, recapping my week, three picks. This is Sex Panther, and I hope that you've got what you need. We are on our way out. Have a nice weekend, everybody.